Welcome back, guys. Happy New Year. Happy 2021. Uh, welcome back to Rambles in Perspective, a podcast where slightly strange people discuss random topics. Today in the studio, we have everybody. Aziza uh, is taking a hiatus, as they call it. Uh, and yeah, how's everybody been? How's the, the, the December holidays, in inverted commas, the break from the podcast? How's, how's, how's people been? It's good. Rested. Kind of. Yeah. Sorry, I was trying to hold in a burp. Um, yeah, but okay. Had a busy December. Has anyone started working already? Mm. I didn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Back at work like normal. Like nobody's business. Uh, things have been picking up slowly. Yeah, yeah. We've had a... We've had that whole second wave of uh, our special strain in South Africa, so people have been treating us like the plague, but we're still good, carrying on, doing our thing. Did it hit you guys at work again, Sanjeev? No, no, it didn't. <laughs> Not that I Sorry, know. I don't know if that's just so... in. How did Sassy? <laughs> if it has, I, I, I don't know for sure, but as far as I do know, no one's really been sick or been away. There've been a few people that have had like family members that have got sick, so they kind of stayed away for a while. But it hasn't really spread into the business. Yeah, and the oddly team. We've been still good. unemployed. <laughs> it does oddly not employ you. <laughs> it employs me part time. <laughs> there's, there's no income, so it's not employment. <laughs> Things have been okay. <laughs> we started making the rocker finally. Yeah. What do you mean, fine? It's only a month. How bright took forever. How'd you die? Explain to us what Oddly is. Plug yourself. Lola? Lola? So Oddly is a great industrial design company and product consultancy. Um, We are currently making our own products, starting with a kid's rocker, which is really adorable, guys. So go out and tell everybody to come to Oddly and buy a rocker. And yeah, Instagram. follow us on Instagram at Oddly Design SA. We haven't hit the Twitter streets yet, nor the Facebook streets, but you know, it's all up on Instagram. So go follow us. Bazin knows how great it is. He was interning there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did a, a, a couple hour intern at Oddly. Yeah, and then we had to fire him because he hit me with a hammer. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> I didn't hit you. It flung out of my head. <laughs> Sure. It's a very convenient <laughs> excuse. I, I had I had grip on the hammer and I was hitting down and I don't know I hit and then there was no hammer. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> At least we didn't break anything. Uh huh. Other than like. Oh, you thought you didn't break skin. anything? <laughs> it broke my trust. <laughs> wow. So sorry, right? Waylo broke my trust first, so maybe that's where yeah. my like mental mindset was. Waylo nearly hit my hand with the hammer. You did it, someone. <laughs> All it's I'm not- saying is Waylo gives no warning when he uses a hammer. He just mm. goes. He just starts. He just starts. That sounds whether like someone's need- holding or not holding, he just starts hitting. You need to get into it. Plus, it wasn't that close. It's just the vibrations that's I saw my two seconds of what could have been not hitting Ryan with the hammer flash before me. <laughs> anyway, what, what is the topic about this this week? Ryan, do you want to introduce the topic? Oh, um, so the topic for this week is the design language of love. Basically, it means looking at um, how and why love-based objects are designed over there. So why is a heart-shaped like it is why do we even celebrate valentine's day and the products around it um so yeah that's basically the topic anyone want to start with what they found this week what is valentine's day how did it come about yeah we're gonna go continue on that note (laughs) okay so so what i understand Valentine's the guy that's how do you describe him he was marrying people during an era where did you want people to get married because they wanted them to fight in whatever wars they were? So he was marrying them essentially illegal. And then he got imprisoned for that. And then 
one of the stories is where he fell in love with the guard's daughter. And on his, the, like, the last day before he gets executed, he wrote a letter to her and ended it with your Valentine. So that's where, like, Valentine's letters come from. And then the other one is a bit more obscure, where she was, the daughter was blind, and he brought her in and, like, get her, got her to see again. And then they executed him. That was another what? story. I Wait, where, did, where did you see that one? <laughs> I, I saw did, that one. I didn't come across that one. He got beheaded. Yeah. I saw that one. So that's a two story. And then but, from there, Valentine's. Yeah. And then apparently someone during okay, I don't know what era it was. Um someone Yo, okay, now I'm distracted, sorry. <laughs> uh there was a Roman guy. An important Roman guy. And he made February the 14th um, the Roman feast of celebrating fertility. Wasn't that the Pope? Yes, Pope Galatius. Yes. And, yeah. And then they named it St. Valentine's Day. Because he was trying to get away from the pagan holiday where they were essentially taking three days at the 13th to the 16th. uh, And they were... Uh, taking, I think it's car- carcasses or skins of animals and uh, like beating a woman with it for uh, fertility because they believed that it gave the woman more fertility. Uh, so that's basically like... To beat them with dead animals. Yeah, I don't know. Pagans, am I right? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Nothing against pagans. <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, basically that's what happened. And then... This Pope, however you say his name, uh, Galatius, he said, uh, not he said, but the story goes that he tried to move away from that and make it a more, let's call it a more Christian holiday or whatever. And then that's where the Valentines that we know about love and all of that comes from. So we can't beat women with carcasses. Yeah, I, no, think I don't know. Don't beat women Bad stop. joke. Chew with the carcass. <laughs> no, that's still not okay, Lolo. Jokes. So then, how did it turn into? Anyone find any information how it turned into what it is today? Like capitalism. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I saw I saw an article. I didn't like read in depth, but it was like I just skimmed through an article that like it was like the American people um, that took the idea of the Valentine's card and sort of mass produced it and like blew it up um so that like shops started selling cards and stuff and initially it only started with cards and then slowly like flowers and chocolates and teddy bears and all of those Mm. things started coming Mm. in but it came from well what i what i saw was it started with like the americans mass producing and mass yeah marketing this idea yeah so so with the the card things that i came across was uh it was the English people, the British. There we go. Um, they were doing uh, handwritten letters. There was a lady. I can't remember her name now. Uh, she was basically like the one that would you would go to to write like a love letter, and she basically made like stock. Esther Howland. Hey, look at you coming in with the facts. You go, Danny. <laughs> okay, go. Okay, so basically Esther was the first to start to manufacture and mass manufacture cards. But she used to do them like handmade for people. Um, Was it like they they gave a message and then she wrote it out? Or she just did like standards, I miss you or I love you? Both. Was it? Yeah, it was both. That part I didn't really actually. It was research. both. She made she made like standard stock standard ones, and then she also like if you wanted like a custom one, you could commission her to do that. Yeah, so she was the person that she basically saw America. She was like, America's gonna jump on this bandwagon, and so all her cards were targeted at the American market. Also, um, Britain colonized America. That's why it was easy for her to went get across, there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then other companies like Hallmark. So Hallmark was established in 1910. That might need to be fact-checked. 
but then in 1913 is when they started making um, and mass producing Valentine's cards. And that's a fact. Oh, plus minus 145 million cards are exchanged on Valentine's Day. I'm not sure if that's in the US or in South Africa. I, I mean, not South Africa, the, the world. Goodness. That was the US. The US. <laughs> on that note, did you like, you'd think Valentine's was the one time that the most cards get sold, but it's actually Christmas. People send cards to their family. Yeah, whereas Valentine's is sending like one or two. I also read that apparently Valentine's Day is the most last minute holiday. So like <laughs> with every every other holiday with Easter, Christmas, uh, Halloween, New Year's, whatever, people start preparing weeks or even months before. Valentine's Day is the only holiday that is the most last minute. Most people buy Valentine's gifts on the 13th of Feb instead of beforehand. Yeah, so yeah. if you look at like the sales of like Valentine's Day stuff, it like goes like flat and then it spikes on the 13th and it drops on the 14th. Yeah. Yeah. They also like have... Everyone, every other holiday like gradually goes up. Mm. And in terms of like markup and stuff, it's also the quickest in terms of it's like, what do you call it? Merchandising. Yeah. Uh, it has the quickest like up uh, markup and then drop as well. So mm. the weeks leading up, the like prices of like like we know like roses like the main stuff roses teddy bears even if it's not like valentine's related and it's like part of the symbolism of valentine's all those prices like hike up and then as soon as the valentine's is over so in the next like one to two days those prices just instantly just drop and doesn't happen to like any other holidays and stuff as much as there's hikes and stuff in prices as well what i found is there's also like Valentine's sales for things that aren't really Valentine's related. So like Ikea furniture, there was even a Vodafone ad. Um, I also saw that. I saw yeah. that. I even have a screenshot of it. <laughs> the Ikea has like two chairs like yeah. sexually placed with each other. <laughs> yeah, there we go. What the hell? So it's not actually That's Valentine's weird. related, but to make money on the day, they make Valentine's Day sales. Yeah. Well, they make things like even Tampax did a Valentine's ad, which I don't know if everyone could put two and two together, but it's kind of strange that a tampon brand would be having a Valentine's Day advertisement. Yeah. I mean, red plus red equals Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. Wow. You, bro. <laughs> I didn't mean it like what he said. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, it's Why also like... Uh, Sorry, uh, uh, with the saying like other brands are like capitalizing on the Valentine's Day thing is also uh, with the your oh, English the pro Valentine's people so people who are like in couples and stuff that gets marketed and then as well as like anti Valentine's mm. Day I'm single screw so Valentine's nice. Day well actually so yeah, the yeah. cynical side that also gets marketed the same way and at the same time as Valentine's Day, well, which is wild because they're covering basically everyone. Sometimes it doesn't really have like a cynical motive. So instead of like, so on the anti Valentine's, they promote self care and like loving yourself at times too. I'm not sure if there's anything that's a hating Valentine's promotion, but that's what I came across. So yeah. I looked into like, um, so specifically Valentine's Day, the idea of red and pink and the cliche colors and stuff. So what do you guys think about those colors? So in terms of like, uh, historically, I saw that it was a French prince. Yeah. It was a French prince that uh, was putting symbolism to like colors and stuff. And he was one of the first people to put the red, look like, the color of love and red with uh, roses and then linking no so he was linking flowers to colors and meaning may i quickly just i think you're talking about the swedish king swedish <laughs> not the french prince <laughs> sorry um his name coming with the facts again <laughs> is charles the second of sweden i mean that sounds french I'm kidding. That what? No, no, I didn't say anything. <laughs> Sanjeev? Yeah, so I did a little bit of research on like the, the color psychology of it all. 
And in our daily lives, we generally associate the color of red to go with danger, danger and caution and, you know, emergencies and all these type of things. But on the complete opposite of this, we have Valentine's Day, we have Christmas uh, and maybe one or two other days that we associate the color of red with either joy or different emotion. So with that, it's like we, we, we give certain colors a correlation to a certain emotion as well compared to our daily lives where we see it as uh, something that's more towards... Because the only color that's second to uh, red is yellow. And we both see those as like uh, warning signs or caution signs. That's where they most commonly use. Yeah. So wait, and relationships and... are dangerous? Mm. Technically, yes, that's right. true. <laughs> 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 Funny. So, um, yeah, I also saw that like, was like the danger and watch out and beware kind of vibes. Um, but then obviously, red is obviously very cliche and associated with love and all those sappy things. Um, but like, I kind of like dug into it. And the reason for people using red a lot is because it's an aggressive color. I put aggress- aggressive in inverted commas. So it's an aggressive color, both in the good sense and the bad sense. Um, mainly because red, because red is so aggressive, it catches your attention. Doesn't matter if it's an emergency, if it's for sales, if it's for love, if it's to get you to buy something, if it's get you to eat something. Like red is a very aggressive color, so you can't ignore it. So I think maybe that's why people like to use red, and also different types of red p- portray and sort of evoke different emotions. So like bright reds are usually like warning signs and aggressive and what was the other word that I had? Dramatic. It's dramatic, intense, and like aggressive. Whereas like a deeper red is more romantic, more intimate and stuff like that. Mm. Um, It's still red, but I guess different shades of red speak differently because, well, for me, I feel like Valentine's Day, we use a lot of like the aggressive red for some reason. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Intimate color, like it's an intimate holiday, but we use like the aggressive sort of red, I think portrays like passion. It kind of like makes you very like excited because it's so bright and so like aggressive. Whereas like um, Christmas, yes, they use like bright reds and stuff, but a lot of like the red and greens are more like sort of maroons and like toned down reds instead of like the... KFC red, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that was my observation. Uh, fun fact: Did you know if a car's red, it goes automatically faster? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> that was a waste of a second in my life. <laughs> fun, fun fact: If you have a relatively fast car and you make it red, you pay more insurance. Why? Why? It's really high yeah, high risk. Like red vehicles are seen as high risk for an insurance company. So on 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 average, on the roads and for insurance and for basically vehicles being stolen, the color red because it's so much more attractive. It either makes you uh, appear as a more aggressive driver or a high risk on the roads, as well as when it's in a parking lot, for example, it stands out more. It stands so out, yeah. it's, it becomes more appealing to a theft. Yes, I'm gonna be paying more for insurance one and, day. And <laughs> and if uh, uh, like it feeds back into what basically what you were saying. If your car is red, it's a faster car. So yeah, yeah, yeah. brings back risk to the an insurance. An aggressive color, guys. It's an aggressive color. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. To bring this back to Valentine's Day. <laughs> so why do you think? Sorry. Yes, Danny. No, no. You go ahead. Why do you think, like, products change their shape around different holidays? The heart shape. So, like, for instance, a chocolate. Around Valentine's Day, it turns into a heart. Around Easter, it turns into an egg. Around Christmas, it turns into a reindeer. Brian, it all tastes the same. Capitalism. Because people like things that are, like, cute. Especially nowadays, I think, with, like, Instagram culture, people think they can, like, post it and it's like, oh, look at my cute little, like, Valentine's thing or my cute little like Easter egg and like people immediately know what it's related to 
it's just like color form gives or evokes emotion yeah so like if you remember all those like shapes that she gives like those character characters those what's that speaker that you did now what what's the word uh, for like it like anthropomorphic yeah like that it's like all cute and everything so like easter bunnies are all cute people like that heart it's the form like the smooth the shape of it being curvy and smooth that gives that emotion of happiness and joy do you think this is like beneficial to like you guys as designers not not thinking like as a consumer think as like a designer do you think that's like beneficial to you guys that like things just change shape i think okay wait go go center and then i'll go Oh uh, yeah, so I I think first of all, yes, it is beneficial to us as designers, but it's also the idea of capitalism and how it's best suited in our day and age to adapt everything that we interact with and make it more appealing to 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 everyone basically. No nobody wants the same thing over and over again. So even yeah. if we can take something very simple like a chocolate or a slab of chocolate and I don't know, change its shape, give it a different corner, give it a different picture. It becomes necessarily more appealing just because it's different. That that idea alone is enough to make something sell a little more. Because if you have uh, an Easter bunny, for example, chocolate, you have it when it's Easter time. You're not inclined to buy it later on in the year, but you also buy a chocolate, a slab of chocolate. But because it's Easter, you'll buy an Easter egg type of thing you'll buy more most likely also yeah fun fact and that the whole getting bored of stuff like why do people enjoy chocolate so much it's like a chemical reaction that happens in your brain similar to how when you have drugs and alcohol and stuff where if you if you eat a healthy meal every single day the first day you eat that healthy meal the same chemical reaction happens but if you're constantly eating it every day, that chemical reaction just decreases and decreases. Whereas with chocolate and stuff like that, it just constantly a high for you. Yeah, same, 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 same thing. Where the saying where you how you say, I have uh, what is the saying? I I have I have room. I'm full, but I have room for dessert. I think that's the saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah it comes from the same. Like it stems from the same brain thing where if you eat the exact same food the whole time your brain says i'm full i don't want to eat this anymore but if you change to something else you have space for that danny danny wanted to say something oh it was just going along with like the heart shapes and stuff um what does happen around valentine's day is there's massive like marketing campaigns and ad campaigns even with like so obviously i work in posm um so around Valentine's Day, there's special like displays that are built into the store, which makes everything more desirable. So let's say it's the same chocolate. It's just that there's all this like attention brought to it. And I think that also plays a role, um, which is also design, obviously. Um, but I don't think it's necessarily just like the shape of the the item itself. I so for what I saw in terms of like I kind of like looked at like the interior side of things when like there's holidays your shop fronts are usually like decked out with whatever is hol- whatever holidays is coming. Yeah. Um. So I kind of see it as like it almost becomes like an, a, a reminder for people because everyone kind of is living a very fast-paced life style, if you can say, specifically in like other countries maybe not so much south africa but other countries like everyone's very fast-paced everyone's working um kind of things and you kind of lose track of time and you like lose yourself um whereas like say in europe or in america or in asia where in countries where you can just like walk on the road um you see shop fronts decked out in all of these um valentine's day things halloween things easter things it kind of like kind of like sets you back it's like oh shit it's this time of the year now it's almost valentine's day it's almost easter it kind of gives you like a little bit of a time frame which i think is quite cool um instead of just if everything was the same it would just be like okay it's like daily life like nothing's changed whereas like even if a change of a shape of chocolate um you automatically know like oh it's this time of the year it's kind of like it just gives you a little bit of like a something to look forward to i guess um instead of just daily being the same 
yeah but then what, what like what happened not what happens we know this happens like a lot of companies and things tend to advertise things way early in advance like two three months sometimes in advance like so, or whatever I, like. yeah no no go yeah, so I see that, uh, well, personally, I've never worked in retail design, but what I see it as is it kind of like one, it boosts your sales because you have a longer period of time to buy shit. You, instead of like Valentine's Day where people buy stuff on the 13th of Feb, yeah. Christmas starts in July. Like people start buying things very, very early and it boosts your sales and it kind of like, it leaves less dead stock afterwards so they kind of like saving themselves by like moving it forward so that people start buying before kind of thing so 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 could we say that like valentine's day is basically the kid who has the birthday in december and parents are basically putting money aside for like holidays and stuff and then the kid kind of gets neglected <laughs> could actually say that sometimes that, 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 so that's like that's happening to like valentine's day in a sense where everyone's like promoting christmas and then christmas happens and then everyone's like happy new year's and then jan happens and no one has money so like uh, um marketing goes down and then in feb close to close to valentine's day we see that like spike in like um advertising marketing and all of that do you, do you know what I'm trying to get at, yeah? Do you yeah. think like that like that's a valid thinking point? I think, I, think, I think maybe to a certain extent, but also the idea behind it is that it's meant to make people brave in a way. You know, it's it's been that way ever since you were a kid. You get people that end up doing these grand gestures and going and making these massive kind of speeches and go, just putting themselves out there. They wouldn't do that necessarily and ordinarily, but it's the idea of it's giving them an excuse. Being able, yeah, it's giving them an excuse to let them kind of express themselves. So yeah, some of it might be last minute. Some of it might be not intended to happen, or it might be a spur of the moment thing, but it gives people the opportunity in that frame or that, that small limited time to make it almost okay to do these things that would otherwise seem very thing. strange yeah because i mean if you do that any other time of the year you either end up seeming a little creepy unless you're in like a, a relationship where somebody expects that or knows better or feels the same way i think it also gets people excited um so what Wazir says um i kind of agree with you but then on the same note you get um on valentine's you're buying for one person but you don't want to get the wrong thing and there's so many things to get in terms of what people make, how many things, how many chocolates are there, how many f different flowers there are. So you don't know what to get. Yeah. And then on top of that, I found this research about like women and men, where women spend a, a lot on Valentine's Day because they're more expressive, but men spend even more because they don't want to get the wrong thing and be in the doghouse essentially. So like people end up buying on the last day because they're still unsure of what they want. But I also agree with what Wazir says where you spend so much money before you don't have much left to spend on Valentine's. Yeah. Especially if you have kids. Yeah, yeah but I'm, also, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not talking specifically about like consumers. I'm talking about like the like both consumers but also the, the, like, the, the marketing side the like the yeah, go Danny. No, I just, if you're saying that the marketing side is treating Valentine's Day like the neglected child or the forgotten child, I, I'd have to disagree because um, from my side with the companies I've seen, they start their Valentine's prep usually six months in advance. So there's build up and there's um, planning and all the elements that are going to go into this day. I think it's just because like the Christmas period can be seen as like the whole of December sometimes. But Valentine's Day is one day. Easter religiously goes over a whole weekend. Yeah. So I think it's just because um, of it being such a short holiday. Yeah. Um, that is maybe seen as that way. 
but there's definitely companies prep for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think, sorry, yeah. Okay. No, I think no, no. on what Danny's saying, um, I think it's also seen that way because Valentine's Day is usually you start at work, you start at school. A lot of other holidays, you are given time off. Yeah. So there's that time to either go out and spend more time shopping or, you know, there's that. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> I understand. But it's not a public yeah. holiday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I understand. And I'm not saying that, like, companies don't do the whole um, planning thing. I'm just saying that, like, with the other holidays, like, like we've been saying that there's, like, kind of, like, weeks or months in advance that they start advertising. Where with valentine's day because it's so close to new year's and christmas doesn't have that like breathing space to like flex its be, muscles yeah flexes muscles in a sense in terms of like the marketing and stuff yeah yeah i know yeah. but maybe it's also more in recent years don't you think in a way the concept of valentine's day is kind of dying down i um, think so yeah i think a lot of people just don't believe in this idea of lovey-dovey type things or um they more on this thing of just doing gestures throughout the year for tiktok views or whatever views (laughs) 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 um so this idea of buying your loved one a chocolate or something maybe chocolate's also dying out i don't know (laughs) go danny no no i spaced um i i think i agree with right um but I don't, I, 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 yeah, it could be the whole gesture thing. But I also think like roles have changed completely yeah. from where, where, yeah. where Valentine's basically comes from, where the guy gets the girl, the teddy bear with the roses. I, I, I don't think we're there. And if we are, cool. <laughs> Awkward. I also <laughs> think that like Valentine's Day is a very like, one-sided holiday like there's not a lot of gifts for guys like yeah. if that makes sense like if you go to like a shopping mall it's always like facial things and like teddy bears and chocolates and dresses and diamonds body stuff and diamonds and rings and necklaces necklaces and stuff like guys that. like and diamonds too yeah but it's like it's a very We're like, like <laughs> feminine thing like it's like a very it's marketed towards guys to buy for girls. It's not yeah. marketed towards girls to buy for guys. So I just, I just feel like Valentine's is a very like one-sided holiday. Was like Christmas, Easter. What other holidays are there? I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's very, um, it's very like gender neutral mm. in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Starting to fall out of the whole Valentine's thing is because. In a way, Valentine's Day is equated like gifts, roses, chocolates to the worth of your relationship, if that makes sense. Like you need to be extravagant for your relationship to be fine. Whereas like, I think people are starting to go back to the fact that it's just, you know, genuinely being with the person and it's not counting on one day where someone buys you 10 gifts to determine how great your relationship is. True. Also, sorry, side question. Why teddy bears? Like, what is it about teddy bears that we decided this is a symbol of love? And Females just like fluffy because things. Because they're cute. Yeah, they're cute. Yeah. I think the, like, it boils down to them being cute. So why not kitty cats or something else? I mean, if you no, want to get the, a cat, the, sure. I think it's also that like the, the teddy bear as a product is just... Like, think about it. When you buy like a plushy thing for a kid, it's usually a teddy bear. Yeah, it's, it's it's highly unlikely that you get like a different an animal, and if you do get a different animal, it tends to look like a teddy bear anyway. I mean, the bunnies don't look like teddy bears. <laughs> yeah, I got a bunny when I was a kid. I still have it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you clean it. Sorry. I think it's still like I still get what was you saying. It's like it's still structured like a teddy bear. So it's the head, the arms, and, the body, yeah. and the feet. Whereas like yeah. a bunny doesn't look like that. Yeah. You know, like a teddy bear oh, looks yeah. like that. A like bunny that. doesn't look like that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or like a cat. It's just the shape of a head that changes. Yeah. The body still stays the same. I think the yeah, the better question is like why is teddy bears linked as this like gift giving thing to people in general? Not like like Valentine's Day, but like 
why did the teddy bear become this like symbolism of cute like we're saying i think we'll need to do research on that one eh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, people uh... would maybe find like a recreation of a vegetable cute or like just like plushy looking humans i don't know They're like no, 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 when no, it no. comes to human figures, it's always weird. Like yeah. dolls. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, like, oh, I why don't know. Bear, why, like, yeah, why isn't it like... Also, it also, well, like, if you think of this about, like, South Africa specifically, or like a region-based or whatever, like, why doesn't specific regions have specific plushies that they're into? Do you know? Like, so you <laughs> have, like, a dusty that we're giving out on, like, Valentine's Day. <laughs> or a meerkat. You know I mean? Or, like, yeah. a meerkat or something. Like, that comes back to the whole, like, we're so, like, integrated in this, like, Western way of thinking that we still think that, like, chocolates and roses and all of that is what, what, what we need to give on this day or whatever. What are we gonna give you though? Yeah, so <laughs> some I pop and gravy. Alternatively, what is the South African plushie that you would rather give? I just said it, a dussy, bro. <laughs> really? <laughs> Those things rat. look weird, bro. No, bro. Have you seen a dussy teddy bear thing? Plushy, thing. they're cute, no. bro. They got like these little fat butts. They flipping cute. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to get a cutie bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Wow. Thank you. They are hella cute. Um, no, no, no. Like, obviously, like, I understand this is like years and years of like indoctrination, but um, it's like still interesting to see that they like, no one's like put their own like spice on it. No, a South African Thank spice. That, that I have seen. Yeah. yeah, like, specifically South Africa. I don't know what happens in other regions, but like, specifically South Africa, and I haven't seen anyone put their like spice on it. Yeah. Yes, Andrew? So just I, I just looked up on that idea of a bear thing and why it's so uh, common. So there's 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 two things. You know, it says the bear is given as a gift of love and symbolizes an attachment from the giver to a person or a child or whatever it is. Because as a child, everybody normally gives them a teddy bear or something like that to 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 care for almost. Yeah. And it provides a sense of comfort uh, when you hurt and a companionship when you're lonely or out of sorts. Yeah, and this also kind of links back to the <laughs> idea of like almost everyone as a child remembers uh, Winnie the Pooh, yeah. and his character relates back to all that, all those emotions that you carry from a child yeah. back into when you're an adult. Yeah. So it's that correlation of emotions from very young to present day adulting and how you express yourself. Yeah, but don't Wait, you think before it's, you go, oh, right? Sorry, oh, yeah. This is this like this is like a two second like. But so technically, what you're saying is, for us to change this, we need to give our kids dusses so that they can give their like future boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever you want to call it, uh, a dussy as well. <laughs> what I'm saying is, you need to change the the way that they taught about cartoons and things. Oh, okay. Go right. Um, sorry. Sorry, I was gonna say on a, it's still kind of weird that it's a te- a bear, a teddy bear, because mm. a bear is one a predator. Uh, secondly, the idea of a bear being the symbol of like love and attachment and blah blah blah. Bears are, I'm pretty sure bears are creatures that are loners. They usually once the mother brings up, they usually split, isn't it? I'm pretty sure they're loners, mm. um, and they only meet up to mate. And the only bear species that I know that stays within colonies or like together are pandas, is it not? I think so. Sorry, Shushan, correct me. <laughs> <laughs> no, pandas like to be alone too. They just like to, they, as like young pandas, they like to attach to whoever's looking after them. So their mother or their keeper or whoever. Yeah. Um, pandas like attachment. But once they grow up, they, like you said, they become like loners. But... Don't you think it's because, like, maybe bears look somewhat human-like? Like, a hairy man. Cause, no, because, like, bears can stand, right? Yeah. Their shape is very human-like, like their mm. arms and their legs. So it's very, like, you kind I of associate, you associate yeah. it with, like, I can hug this thing or I can love yeah. this thing yeah. because it's somewhat, like, mirrored or, like... Yeah. I think that yeah, it goes, it goes back to what Ryan was saying about like humans just look weird as like things. So that's like the closest, cutest thing that they could do. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I don't know. Fun. Maybe I'm just, I've, I have no facts and no proof of this. It's just a thought. Observation. <laughs> Cited yeah. to Shen 2021. <laughs> <laughs> on, on a side note, the teddy bear is actually originated after the US president, uh, Theodore Roosevelt. So when he went on a hunting trip, he used to hunt bears and hunt for animals. And somewhere along the line, his nickname uh, ended up becoming Teddy Roosevelt, as most people oh. know it today. And that's why the, the Teddy Bear is almost named after that. Huh. See? Hectic. Western things that so we So we're basically naming teddy bears and the idea of bears after a man who hunted and killed them. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it goes on to say here that he, he kind of refused to kill uh, a bear in like unsportsmanlike conduct. So there's an entire story behind that. We just don't know for sure what the entire situation was. But killing it. I mean, yeah. this idea of oh, I did it out of sport, so it's fine. I mean, really, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, in, in today's day and age, you just seen as a I killed a bunch of people for sport. Why are you gonna arrest me? <laughs> Whoa. Wow! Jeez. It's the same way to jump to conclusions. Jeez. Whoa! That's a topic to what I thought it would be. Do you want to bring it that back, Danny? No, bring I didn't back, bring guys. it back. Um, I was showing you guys earlier the Woolworths oh, yes. Valentine's teddy bear, and I'm actually really not sure what it is. I thought it looked like a sloth. I'm thinking it does look like a sloth. I'm either between sloth or monkey. I don't know. I'll try to show it. I've just got jelly beans balancing on my laptop, so. I think it's a sloth. Mm, jelly beans. I think it's a sloth. Yeah, it's a sloth. It's a sloth. It's a sloth. It's like Monkeys have ears. Got long arms. Yeah, and it's, it's a yeti. Like... And it's like sleeping, and I feel like well, sloths sleep. I mean, like it's, not a, it's not a bear, so they stepped away. Yeah. Bear. I, yeah. I kind of yeah. like how now people are making creatures that don't quite look like real creatures. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they can make like a ball with like random antennas or like random horns and it's like yeah it's cute it's yeah fine. yeah but it's not an actual like thing i don't know i i really like that the weirder the better <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so okay. yeah okay go like when i was looking up valentines and stuff does anyone give valentine's presents to their mother because no. it's like most no. people, like when they're talking about it, they give it to their mother and their significant child. Yeah, I used to when I was a kid. But why just school made me do it? Yeah, I agree with Danny. Like the school will make you like write letters to your mom. Yeah, yeah, that's when I would do it. Other than that, no, I don't think so. Kind of weird, but also it's it's weird that you're giving it to your. Somewhat weird that you're giving it to your your mother but then it's also you're only giving it to your mother not to your father or anyone else mm-hmm. you get what i mean mm, yeah yeah it's, it's a feminine thing yeah. it's a very like one-sided holiday gender roles am i right yeah but i have a question and if you if we say it's a one-sided thing why isn't there something from the from the opposite gender to make some kind of a initiative or effort then? <laughs> because it's so hashtag feminism no, so I don't think it's <laughs> right. a one-sided thing because of women. I think it's a one-sided thing because of capitalism in general and how things in general are marketed oh. a lot more for women okay, than so they are for men. so what's stopping you from making a gesture or, or doing something in order to create some kind of a norm? I mean, I think that comes down to how couples do. Yeah, I don't think it's necessary, like, not wanting to make an effort or some effort because, like, there are gifts out there for guys and stuff. But even so, it's marketed mm-hmm. very, like... Uh, I, get I, don't this know, I don't know how to explain like if you look up if you go on google and you say valentine's gifts for him or valentine's gifts for, for guys it's always like beer making things or like knives or like camping things it's it's never like do you know what i'm saying it's very yeah stereotypical very, yeah there we go that's the word yeah. um it's very stereotypical like what if the guy that i like likes plushies you know like what if <laughs> What if he wants the, a dusty plushie? What if, I got what if they want roses too? If you go on, if you go to restaurants on Valentine's Day, they always give 
the female a glass of champagne or a glass of rosé and a flower, the guy doesn't get anything. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. a very, yeah, I don't know. I have a problem with that. Yeah. Okay. So historically, like Valentine's Day didn't start yesterday. It started way back when and back yeah. when gender roles were. Yeah, that's true. What they were. But I, I don't I still don't know if they'll be. I think, I think the point Sanjeev is trying to make is that um, there's this whole shift to make every equality and especially break gender roles. What I think he's trying to say is that we're complaining about the gender roles within Valentine's Day, but there's no effort to break that gender roles. Yeah, like like I understand there's the concept. There's no visible effort in marketing yeah, and, and I, I get and that it needs to be like a personal yeah. thing for your significant other also. Like sometimes they might want something or like something specific. But as a whole, it, it, it goes on every time saying that it's, it's for women. It's made in order to uh, yeah. please a certain gender from one side to the other and everything's kind of been built ar- around that but at the same yeah. time there should be i don't know some something along the way that that has a fundamental shift almost yeah, yeah. do you think this feeds into the thing that ryan was saying and then i agreed with him was that basically not we can't say valentine's is dying i don't think it's dying anytime soon but do you think that's the reason why like valentine's is starting to fade out because it's it doesn't feed into this, like, what do we call this millennial, Gen Z, whatever archetype of gender roles and all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That might go also with the the gender breakdown that we have in this day and age, the entire uh, LGBTQ yeah, the kind of situation LGBTQ where people don't I necessarily... Yeah, you choose yeah, your pronoun. Well, but, yeah that thing there yeah it, it also depends on what you identify as and how how you position yourself in your relationship yeah it makes it difficult to say who because it might insult someone you might end up buying them uh a teddy bear roses and flowers and they might not necessarily feel like the female in the relationship but because valentine's day kind of uh expresses that it's okay for a female to receive those things it messes with that dynamic yeah do you think that if we were well just not say i'm not saying us i'm saying the world if we were to like sort of break that stereotype and sort of make it a very gender neutral sort of holiday do you think the market like do you think the sales would be as much as it is now or i don't know how to explain like i mean uh, i think that sorry Um, I think that the more things start to change and the more obviously we as the younger society grow up, I think companies are going to be forced to sort of change how they take things on. I I hear you, but I also also think that, yes, the ideal situation would be for companies to change and then like follow the bandwagon. But I also think that like this, this holiday specifically, Valentine's Day is like it's stemmed in like these very like staunch gender roles. Yeah. I don't think this holiday can be adapted the way it's set up currently. Yeah. I also, I think for me, like we've been saying it's one-sided. Yeah, go. Yeah. I think the thing is, if you look at other things that are also been broken with the current generation, the idea of marriage is normally the same as it was. Um, I mean, relationships have become more open to the idea of, open relationships or quadruples whatever they call them nowadays yeah um uh so i think the idea of love and relationships and valentine's day and how you treat someone to show your affection is changing a lot and i feel like marketing especially big corporate marketing which valentine's day is based around is not keeping up with that and i feel like because it's not keeping up with that the holiday will die uh, it'll either die or someone eventually will figure out a way to bring it back. It'll become one of those, um, what do you call them? <laughs> like throwbacks, you know? Like maybe in 10 years' time, someone <laughs> will be like, remember that 14th of February's this thing? And then someone will do a throwback or something. So I don't know. I feel like it will die because of the marketing. And yeah. Blah. Yeah. Do we want to end on that note? Does anyone have any like closing arguments or? <laughs> 
final say? I think from a capitalist point of view, as much as we'd like to think it will slowly die out, the fact that from, like we say, a marketing point, a business point, a advertising point, and just from the money that flows on that day, it's not likely people will let it let it happen or let it die out. Yeah. So They'll just just pushing. from that perspective alone, not not for what the day stands for, but from the business aspect of it all, I think it's not something that uh, people would allow to just disappear because of yeah. how big an impact it has on the economy. But do you think that? Um, so I've read that with younger generations. Um, society is moving more towards a socialist um, sort of approach. Do you think that with that move to socialism, then it would possibly die out more? Um, I think to a point, but I also, on a counter thing, I think that sometimes it might not just be the idea of how we view society like the capitalist idea. I think it also... I think holidays go through trends. Like I think at some point we might see something like St. Paddy's Day, which right now 90% of the world doesn't celebrate. They don't know what the holiday is. Something like that might gain more traction. Um, we never know. We might see a holiday that no, we don't know as our generation about, but maybe 100 to 150 years ago they celebrated that might come back. And something like Valentine's Day might be pushed to the side to make room for this new marketing thing. At the end of the day, Christmas didn't exist the way it did. Someone made it into it was into what it is to sell more things. So I, I feel like that. at some point, the capitalist, even if you do think about it that way, they'll say Valentine's Day as not a money-making thing, push it to the side and find another holiday to push forward. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, also on the like socialist thing, I, I see how like... That move is happening but like majority of governments and things are still capitalist so i don't think we're, yeah. we're there yet but i think it's gonna yeah. take a very long time for us to get yeah. there and socialism has its problems but let's not talk about that now yeah anyone else nope yes on that note we'll call that episode one for season two uh of 2021 and we will hopefully be better at this we've sorted out our topics uh for feb and we will see you guys next week happy valentine's Bye. day thank you Hi. yes yeah happy valentine's day to those super where can you find us with you oh yeah oh, wait, you. happy valentine's day to those who celebrate or those who get peer pressured into celebrating yeah <laughs> like wazir <laughs> I think yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find us on uh, social media at Rambles in Perspective. Uh, besides our Twitter, which is Rambles B, because Twitter be weird with their usernames. Am I right? Yeah, yeah I'm right. <laughs> anyway, uh, follow us on Instagram. That's our main social place. We'll be posting more things there. And um, at Rambles in Perspective, like, comment, send us an email. We want to know what we did wrong. And yeah, bye. 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 bye.